Welcome to the Elijah Streams podcast. Our mission is to encourage you in your faith through a unique blend of patriotism and prophecy. And now here's your host, Steve Schultz. And happy Wednesday. No, not this. Happy Wednesday, August 9, 2023. We're recording this today, Tuesday, the afternoon before. So this is when we set it. And tomorrow, the 9th, is when you're going to see it. It's going to be really good. Cindy McGill is with us. And, you know, we've uh, you've seen her. She has the way that God has shown her to minister to down and outers in a totally different way, those in the porn industry and uh, uh, the child trafficking uh, victims, all of that, uh, both administered to both. I'll say it this way. We were talking off the air, ministered to some of the perps and the victims all in the same place under the same roof. So you got to see that. Uh, a quick um, announcement that you will, let's see, this you're seeing this on Wednesday. Robin Bullock will be with us tomorrow, Thursday. So uh, once you see this, uh, do not miss Robin. It's always cutting edge, as is Cindy right here. So uh, we're going to run you a quick, we've got a brand new spot about the wells that you are investing in for the kingdom of God. So uh, without further delay, here's that. By giving towards clean water in Uganda, you are impacting thousands of lives. Praise the Lord. I'm so happy. I've been blessed. As a pastor, I've spent 34 years on this village. When I got saved, God touched me and told me to preach the word of God through action. I've been teaching water for old people, for the elderly. I wanted to make sure that they get water. There's been a lot of suffering. They've been fetching water from very far places and the water has been bad. But today, we have seen God. I thank God and I thank you, people. God bless you. Together, we can continue to bring clean water to the people in Uganda, Africa. Donate online at ElijahStreams.com slash donate. Or mail a check today to Elijah Streams, 525 2nd Avenue, Southwest, Suite 629, Albany, Oregon, 97321. And that celebration was at just one of 175 wells you've invested in for the kingdom of God. And, you know, so many people, thousands have now come to Jesus uh, because we dug a water well for them. And wouldn't you do the same thing if you've been without clean water your entire life? And these believers in Jesus Christ came in and dug a fresh water well and said, we're, we're coming to you in the name of Jesus. Wouldn't you, wouldn't you give your life over to him as well? So, so many people, when you invest in this, will thank you in the kingdom of God. Some on this earth and many in, in thousands in heaven will come up to you and thank you for donating into the water wells that, that, were, that were responsible uh, for them coming to the Lord. So amazing, amazing. Thank you so much for your generosity. All right, time to bring in Cindy McGill. So here we go with Cindy. Cindy, my friend, let me just tell people how long I've known you. I was calculating it. It's like about 19, I think. Do you remember when we did that conference together? Or we, I knew you before yes. that. It was like 25. I don't it know. Was. It's Close probably 30 years. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a 
long time ago. We were much younger when we started to get to know each other. We did a, we con- a conference or two together, and then um, mm-hmm. uh, we've had you on the show a number of times. You've talked about the New Age fairs and, and the porn fairs or festivals, mm-hmm. or whatever they call that. And I'll tell, I'll talk more about this when we get to it. But my wife has been with you to a couple of those, mm-hmm. and uh, that's been a life changer for her as well. Um, yeah. So I there's so much content. I've got lots of notes here with you. Call for the videos or photos or anything you want when you're when you're ready for it. But Cindy, just jump in and tell the people what what you're doing and how they can All right. help. Yeah, well, I think it's an exciting time for us. Um, unlike any time we've ever been in yet. Um, it seems like, you know, that darkness is covering the earth and deep darkness is definitely covering people. Yeah. And um, it was really interesting because um, you go into these places. I go into, you know, and not just the porn arena. I go into the New Age fairs. I go into the Burning Man Festival, wow. which is in the Black Rock Desert of Nevada. There's like 85,000 people that gather there, and there's a temple there. So that tells us there's spiritual hunger. And um, most of people that have are familiar with the ministry that we do, uh, we they know that we have a our own little theme camp there too, you know, and it's like a temple. And we just invite the Holy Spirit to do whatever He would like to do that he can't do in church. Right. Nice, nice. <laughs> so, and for anyone that doesn't know about uh, uh, Burning Man, I mean, would you, it's like a very, is hedonistic, is that a word? Well, it is. And it's also artistic and it's okay. also a free expression lifestyle. Okay. And, you know, at first I'd heard, oh, this is, uh, you know, just a bunch of pagans and people and doing witchcraft and all that. And right. there is that out there. However, more than that, I saw people that were seeking They were seeking for identity. They were looking for their purpose. They were looking for what their path was uh, in every way, but especially spiritually. And so that's why we we showed up and we began to create an atmosphere where the Holy Spirit could talk to them himself. You know, what what was it, whether it was Burning Man or the porn thing, what was it that the Lord told you about or he called my friends? I don't want to say you say, how did that happen where you began to? Well, yeah, he, he was, I was overwhelmed. I mean, I just had, I I had been born again in the seventies, you know, in the Jesus movement. So it was very, and we'd pastored for what, how many, 40, 40 years or something. Really? Yeah. I mean, we were, we were pastors right out of Bible school. And so uh, everything that the world was doing, we weren't really in touch with it. Um, And so when um, I basically had an open vision and, and I saw these big name speakers on a stage. I was at a conference and God said, look over the fence. And I looked over the fence. It was a wide open field and no one was in it. And he said, go over there. Really? And I felt like, you know, when you're being sent, when God's sending you into a field, he's going to equip you to go in. But when I got into the Burning Man Festival with all these people, I had, I was so blown away. And that's one thing that I think arrested my attention. And, and I, th- I said, you know, just, we have a problem here. I said, we have a problem and there's not enough ministers. There's not enough people. There's not enough people that know truth that can communicate truth to that many people. Um, and he said, well, how can you have a problem when you have the answer? <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. You, and he you said, know, Jesus I, is the answer, you know? I, I, my wife and I, a couple of years ago, we went into a place of business uh, that's totally run by, and the, the, the customers are mainly new, new agers. I won't go into the type of business, but we, we mm-hmm. felt like we needed to shop there. And it was 100% like new agey. And, mm-hmm. 
-huh. and I came, my wife was waiting in the car. I, I ran because I ran in to pick up something and then I came back out and, and I said, everyone there is so nice and so genuine. Of course, they didn't know I was a Christian or perhaps they might not have been. I don't know. But it was it was a it was like an eye opening event because I I thought I've never been in a place that was a hundred percent new age and there's no crosses. I mean, maybe mm -hmm. there actually were more crosses because it's a it can be a symbol that they use. Mm -hmm. But uh, did you find that new age those pursuing the new age in are kind of nice people? <laughs> yeah, there's just seekers. They're looking yeah. just like we were, you know. And um, and I I've also encountered people who've been so very much invested in it. In fact, we have clips, you know, on my YouTube channel and on my social media of people that were. One guy said his name was Kool Aid, and he he had come to our tent and he had an encounter with the Holy Spirit. Whoa. We always call it the Spirit of Truth, right? Yeah, because we we try and we, God told us change your language, identify me by my attributes instead of by my name. Because if we I call them landmine words, you know, if we use the wrong language, uh, it'll wall them up. It'll yeah. cause them to uh, to to not receive what we were going to say to them, how, what what God wanted to say. And afterward, he said, I'm a Reiki master. He goes, and that's a Reiki is a new age healing. And I didn't know any of that because when you've gotten saved in 73, <laughs> you know, and I've walked with Jesus, I had no grid. I didn't have any uh, work. I didn't know their language. I didn't know what they did or any of those things. So I had to learn uh, what they were talking about. And he said, I'm a Reiki master. He said, I've gone to school for this kind of thing, but nothing. I've ever experienced compares to what just happened to me. <laughs> That's incredible. I don't know anything about a Reiki master, but it sounds high up in new age. And, yeah. Well, and they're yeah. always encountering stuff and power, right? From the well, other side. Well, if you side. think about it, everything that Satan does is a counterfeit. Yeah. I mean, he's always, he's not creative at all. He's a created being. And so he's not able to create. And so he just takes what is created and twists it and turns it or, um, you know, he's a, he's also the classic narcissist and liar. Mm. So everything is back on, turns it back on you. Yeah. And so um, it was very interesting how I was watching God almost laugh at the way that uh, Satan tries to manipulate people. Because when we create that atmosphere for the Holy spirit to do what he wants to do, because he knows them, he knows their story. He knows how, what they've been through their life. He knows their trauma points. He knows all these things. And, um, and God takes over and he begins to speak to them deep down into their heart. What the, the person that he made, yeah, not yeah. who they think they are, not all their experiences. They have, he, he, he goes way beyond their own definitions of okay. all the things that they think. Well, and, you know, the, the thing about this, the spirit of truth, that's one that's actually in the Bible that you, you know, I'm sure you have other names that aren't in yeah. the Bible that you can use that work as well. But that one was in there. And I never thought of it that way until you just said it. Oh, that's even in the word. You go, right. well, who is that? Well, he says, oh, that's the spirit of truth. Mm -hmm. You didn't even. Well, Jesus told yeah. himself that. Yeah. He said, I'm the way, the truth and the life, you know, yeah. and the light. So we have permission to call him that, too. The light. And people, yeah. people would say, well, you're not saying Jesus. And I said, well, they don't believe in him. Or it's a trigger word. They think he's the cause of things. And so, you know, because we know him now and God's been teaching us his ways. You remember how 
he said to us, he said, look, your thoughts aren't my thoughts and your ways are not my ways. You need to learn my ways. And that's where the, um, the instruction uh, came. If you, if you treat my friends with kindness, you know, if you learn how to treat them like I see them, because he always looks on the heart. He doesn't look on the outward appearance. He doesn't look at their, uh, their involvement in certain things or whatever. He looks on the heart, the one that he made. And he said, if you learn to treat them with kindness and, and he said, these are my friends and I'll introduce you to them. That was the quote. I couldn't quite remember how it went, but he called these unsaved. We would have in our old thinking said, well, these are the heathen. Da, 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 da. <laughs> Jesus called him my friend. Mm -hmm. And if you treat my friends, you know, well, I'll let yeah. you minister to him basically is what he's saying. Am I yeah. saying that about right? And, and yes. And also he'll give us the words in the moment of what he wants to say. So we never know what it's going to be. I mean, we don't know. We don't know until they get in front of us and we listen to the Holy Spirit on how he wants to communicate with them. And he knows how to navigate around all of their identity issues, Man. all of their confusion, all of their blindness in their mind. He knows how to to get right into the heart of who they really are. And it, it registers on the inside of them because it's real and they know that it's organic and it's the way that it's meant to be. And so um, I had to begin to God took me to the desert of all places in the Black Rock uh, city of Nevada for this is actually this year is 20 years. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. 20 years. Our camp has been out at the Burning Man Festival. Mm -hmm. And what do you, I mean, the Christian who was trying, who was just hearing about this, um, you kind of address it, but put a term on it. What would you call it for? A, you would probably have to use different language for a brand new Christian to describe what you're doing. But, yeah. but haven't you used terms in the desert where, where you said things like, first of all, you said dream interpret, free dream interpretation, but haven't you said free spiritual readings? Haven't you used yeah. that kind of a term? Mm -hmm. We do. We use those kind of words because yeah. they're familiar. They're familiar yeah. and they're not, they don't put people off. But we know where it comes from. Nice. But uh, one of our favorite ones, we started the menu board. We put a little menu board like a restaurant, you know, and it said organic um, restart. <laughs> organic restart. Really? Really? Yeah. Well, and then it said, welcome to your new life. <laughs> so we're giving them a whole new um, understanding of the fact that they don't have to live in their brokenness and they don't have to live in their fear and in their um, their this destruction and despair and uh, their identity list, you know, they don't really know what they're doing or they feel like they've gotten so far off base with life that they don't even want to live anymore. Wow. And so we've been able to, to say, well, welcome to your new life. <laughs> you have a whole that. new starting point, just like we did, just right. like we did. We're, they're no different, you know? And, so um, and, and it's I, interesting that you would say they're no different because yeah, we would have said, whoa, what a different group. You're saying they're no different. They got the same desires. Yeah. Well, think of it. I mean, back in the seventies, you know, we were the Woodstock uh, era. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and, and there look that look as if there was little hope for us. That's true. And then Jesus came in with the Jesus movement and everyone, I mean, so many, many people were, were brought into the kingdom at that time because of a, a literal outpouring from heaven on the earth. And that's happening again. And this is the this is the third grade. This is the biggest one ever. And when people have said, 
oh, well, it's going to be bigger than the Jesus movement. It almost seems impossible because oh, okay. we were part of that, right? Yeah, yeah. And we're like, are you kidding me? Like the atmosphere was electric. With well, the you know, and you're, you, uh, you and I are probably in the same category of age, but you, you were in that and I was kept out of that by a, a, a really straight-laced denomination that w didn't want to touch the Jesus movement. So <laughs> I saw it and I heard about it, but I was never there. I mean, uh, we would get some of the songs that would filter through, even in our denomination. It only takes a spark to get the fire. You know, but that <laughs> stuff was all born in those mm -hmm. years, that it really was. sweet, those choruses. But but mm -hmm. so, yeah, you're describing something that I actually never, never witnessed, but except from afar. But I wish I had been right smack in the middle of that. Yeah. So I'd have it, it to compare. But, but, you know, I'm jealous in a very good way. So, well, you know, <laughs> I better I better have you jump into some notes or we won't even get to it. Yeah. So okay. jump into what you have and, and we'll yeah. keep talking. What I wanted to talk about is um, the um, the target, what's happening right now in the sex industry. Uh, this will be year 14 for us going into the wow. adult convention, and it's the big one in Vegas. And so in the beginning, again, I was very, uh, I was I was freaking out. Like I thought I could have gone to Burning Man, and I that that was enough to unrattle me yeah. for a moment until I got yeah. my feet underneath me. And now I'm going into the uh, porn convention. And it was like, God said, well, I'm here. I mean, that's, he said, I've seen it. And that's what oh. centered me. And he said, you have to see yourself seated with me. And you've got to see from my eyes, look through my lens about what, what's happening here instead of all the other stuff. Did you so say God said, I'm here, I'm mm -hmm. here? That you think I'm how here. novel of a thought that is. I mean, that's just <laughs> well, so he's everywhere. It's, it's Psalm 139. He yeah. said, even if you make your bed in hell, I'm there. That's true. That's so, true. you know, we're, we're in that spot where we have to say, God, God is sending us in. And again, once he said, I'm going to send you into um, all the world, you know, I, you're going to go in, I need you to go in. Uh, you're going in like sheep among wolves. Therefore you need to be wise as serpents and harmless as doves. Mm -hmm. And so, we begin to take that position where we were not outwardly overtly coming in as, you know, banging a cymbal or a tambourine or yeah. any of that, you know, or a megaphone. And we were uh, strictly there to love on them and to give them um, acceptance in the middle of their brokenness or their pain or, or whatever they've, you know, whatever they were trapped in, you know, and uh, we go in you know, now, right now, there's a mama bear thing going on, you know, where these, uh, a lot of us are are picking that up as it, as it pertains to the children, as it pertains to the millennials, the Gen Z, or the Gen X, the Gen Z, and the alpha. And these are the children. These are the ones that are underneath us. These are our kids, our grandkids, and our great grand. I don't have great grandkids, yeah. but I will at some point. And and so we're watching as this attack, just like when Jesus was born, where Herod was so in, incensed with the fact that there was a child being born. He knew that this was going to change things. And so he wanted to try to die, um, abort it and take over and, and uh, to kill all mm. of the young children. And so now we're seeing the same thing as Jesus is getting ready to come back. That same Herod spirit is now a raising its head is what's happening. And I'm seeing it firsthand. So this isn't just hearsay. This isn't just reading an article or someone's story. This is actually going in to the arena 
and watching as they're pushing pedophilia. And so I was, I always tell people in my trainings, I have trainings on this because I've had to learn it myself, you know. Thanks for listening. The Elijah Streams podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, go to ElijahStreams.com slash give. Um, because we've lived on planet Christian and now we're in the world, right? Yeah. Now we're in there and we're seeing things we had been uh, shielded from or we hadn't really paid attention to or any of that. But now um, I call it geek gatekeepers. It's almost like we left our position at the gate. And so as a result, the enemy began to flood in and take over in places mm. where we should have been occupying that space. Um, and and is, so, is it this, is it kind of just the last couple of years or something? Cause they yes. used to hide pedophilia and pretend yeah. not to be doing it. Mm-hmm. And you're saying now they're openly beginning to promote. Yeah, they are. I mean, they are. And um, I knew it was going on because I could see some of the young girls in there and I knew they were not 18. Yeah. I mean, they were probably 13, 14, um, you know, and then now, you know, uh, now there's a full blown, I think, attack on it. And this. So I'm, I'm watching as this is becoming, it's like a frog in the water. If, yeah. if we're not, you know, if we're not careful, we'll just adjust to every temperature of whatever water that is. Uh, people in the industry and people that are outside like us, you know, that are saying, well, this is just the world. And that's why I started this with, you know, we say, well, we have a, there's a problem. We have a problem. And God said, well, I'm the answer. That's good. <laughs> you that's have good. the answer. So if you've got an answer, your problem is no longer a, a big deal. And so, and, and I always think about if, if God is the answer, Jesus is the answer, then he's bigger than whatever problem could, could arise. So good. And he's so able to change the atmosphere so in a good. moment. And we, we've been watching that happen this last year we went in and um, we were doing dream interpretation, which we always do. And we give prophetic words, which are spiritual readings, but they don't know the word. They don't know the language, right. church language, prophetic word. So we change the language to fit the culture, to make them understand what we're saying or doing. So we'd say, do, can I read you or I see something over you? Can I tell you what it is? And then we would also give them a future. Here's what you've settled for, but here's what you've made for. And God will tell us it's word of knowledge on the spot what this is. And this year, this last year, we thought, well, these are having some effect, but what is going on? It's like, where, where God are you uh, landing? It reminds me of when David was getting ready to take out Goliath. He didn't come prepared to know how to take down the giant, right? Oh, that's good. He I never thought of it that up. way. He just showed yeah. up. He just okay. showed up. Yeah. And, and unassumingly showed up. And um, in the moment, he thought, well, this is what I'm going to do. And, and I think that's what we do. We go in and we say, well, how do you want it done? You know, to God, how do you want this done? And we were sitting around having lunch at the table. We thought, well, dreams aren't really having the impact that we had had in the past. Oh, really? And mm-hmm, not as much. I mean, they were, they were still impactful, but they just weren't like, like what we'd seen. I mean, where they were just like in awe and wow. Oh my goodness. That was so profound and whatever. Um, and uh, so we said, well, which is it? What is it? And God said, it's touch. Oh, this last year. Mm-hmm. Oh, so and that's again, a word of wisdom, isn't it? Because it is, mm-hmm. you know, he, he, he didn't say it was touch on the other times. He said, it's touch now. That's mm-hmm. fascinating. So we got a hold of their hands. We always do and introduce ourselves. And, um, and 
this time, my friend Abby, she was the one who was holding a girl's hand and she was just speaking to her. And the girl began to vibrate. She could feel the power of the Holy Spirit coming through. Yeah. And so she had our one of our team members with her. And she said, Jennifer, put your finger on that girl's head. And she put her just finger, index finger on her forehead. And the girl almost fell out in the spirit. And so we thought, okay, that can't, that would be awesome if that happened. But it's not a good idea for that to happen at the convention yeah, when they're yeah, working, right? Yeah. So here's here's the story. Here's how it goes for us in, in an environment like that. We're navigating around pimps, around agents, around security guards, and around bouncers. And so we have to be really careful how much time we spend with them, how much of what we can say to them. Um, and so that's why we've, we've decided to have a booth our own selves this year. So we have... Um, you know, we have a booth and I'll explain that in a minute because it gives us that private space to be yeah. able to do or say what we need to. Um, and so we're, we're watching as God's telling us, look, I, I've got mountains that I want you to occupy and I've got giants that I want you to take down. And so if all authority and all power has been given to us through Jesus, because it was given to him and he gave it to us. And then he said, occupy until I come. So we have that kind of power and authority, and there's not a greater one. There's not a greater power or authority that can that is supreme or, or greater than the power and authority of Jesus and God. Yeah, so right. we come in and the atmosphere, and we've seen it, we felt it before, uh, changes. It changes around us. And there seems to be, because we go in twos or threes. And Jesus, it's scriptural. If if any of you are gathered in my name, two or three or you are more um, in my name, I'm there in your midst, he said. Now, if he's in our midst where two or three of us are gathered, then the atmosphere is changed in that moment and they feel it. That's crazy. And they'll say, so we feel clean, like there's something going on. Wow, I can... I like there's this, uh, oh, there's this clarity or something. And now we're starting to ask people, would you like to have an encounter with the spirit of clarity? Oh, interesting. Good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Spirit of truth. So, spirit of truth. Yeah. <clears throat> it's true. And so now we're watching as God is, is giving us ideas, giving us understanding, and we're going in like sheep mm -hmm. among wolves. But what we have to realize is that. Things like Pornhub, I'm going to bring that one up specifically okay. because it is the fastest growing. It's a multi-billion dollar industry. And it is uh, during COVID when everything was, everybody was quarantined and people couldn't go out. Um, some states were more free than others, but a lot of people were at home. They gave free memberships out to people. Memberships to? Pornhub. Oh, wow. And it was a porn site. And um, I don't want to give it a lot of attention because I don't want people going over there to check it out because well, don't just don't yeah, do it. Yeah. Um, but um, they gave uh, free memberships to people so that if they they could not only just be entertained by whatever or, or, or further their addiction into porn, uh, but they could also become a, addicted to porn. Now we're finding out by Fight the New Drug. That's one of our um, it's a millennial it's run by millennials. And it's um it's about porn and it has a lot of statistics. You can go to that site. It's run by people who have the statistics on the growth of porn, the destruction, the destruction 
that happens when people become porn addicted and then ways and help uh, to get out of it and to to get free from it, you know, and really the only way to be free from it is to be born again. That's about it. And to let Jesus deliver you from it's a spirit. It's a demonic spirit that twists and turns the intimacy yeah. that God made for, for marriage. It's a, it's a marriage gift from God. That's what sex is. Yeah. And um, he gives it to you when you get married. And, um, but it's been, you know, so filtered into every area of society. Mm. Um, and so now children as, as young as four are being uh, introduced to it. And of course they're trying to sexualize our children early which um, they don't have any business doing. And they, I mean, the world, culture, um, uh, drag queens, this kind of thing and, and whatever, you know, they're trying to just open the door for that. And so um, I'm watching as, you know, now, of course, in California, I sent you a, a little piece and you can, they can look it up themselves. Um, they've passed some sort of a law that they're reducing the um, penalties uh, for, for adults that want to have, um, and, and I don't want to gross anyone out, but yeah. I'm going to tell you the truth. Okay. Because I'm, I'm tired of the church sweeping everything under the rug. It's like, let's hear the truth. The truth is that they're, they're getting less penalty for having anal or oral sex with children. Consenting children is what it exactly. Yeah, and you the know what? Because I printed this out yesterday. I'm going to show that to you. Let's see if mm -hmm. I can do that. That's with the actual this, article mm -hmm. saying with that willing children or consenting children mm -hmm. as if there is such a thing. There know. is no, there is not such a thing. You know, children are, are impressionable and they're pliable and they're teachable and they're trainable, especially up until four and five and six years. Oh, that's their formative years. And so what they're trying to do is they're trying to normalize this mm. and they're trying to make it okay for adults and, it, and it's just selfishness. It's nothing more than their own sexual selfish pleasure. It has nothing to do with satisfying or being a benefit to a child. It's destructive to a child. Yeah. And of course, you know, we see the sex trafficking and, and that kind of thing that's going on. And, um, and so it is time for the people of God, especially the moms, you know, let's just talk about the moms for a second because yeah. we don't yeah. have as many issues with this arena of porn addiction as I know that there are women that are addicted to it. So I'm not saying they're not, but I'm saying the level of it is more male, yeah, more true. fueled. Right. And it is the fuel that is literally igniting the sex trafficking industry is porn. And so, you know, now it's time for us to not to just shut off all of our um, apprehensions God said, Jesus told us to go into all the world. Okay. So if we're not present, there's no light. If there's no light, they still live in darkness. If there's no availability to be a safety net. And that's another thing I want to bring up. We're not coming in as helicopter, Holy spirits, you know, telling people you're going to hell, you're sinning, yeah. you're whatever, you're sodomites, whatever. I mean, these horrible statements that come out of the mouth. It's like, if, if God didn't send Jesus to the world, to condemn the world, I doubt he's going to send us to do it. So say that again. Say, say that. <laughs> if God didn't send Jesus into the world, this is John three seventeen. Yeah. Um, if God didn't send Jesus into the world to condemn the world, I doubt that's so that he's going to send us into the world to condemn it too. 
And by the way, like, I had never heard it in my ears and in my spirit were the same as you just said it a few minutes ago. God told us to go into all the world. We always use that scripture to go to Africa or Cambodia or Vietnam or South America, go into all the world. You're saying in your city, you need to go into all the world. Right? Yeah, be present, especially yeah. in the schools and in yeah. the libraries and in different things. Now, here's another thing that we need to understand because this will, this will give us encouragement, all right? So if God is for us and he's sending us in, then who can be against us? Right. Okay, so we we've got to be like David when he faced Goliath. He wasn't shaking. He wasn't trembling. He wasn't afraid because why? He knew his God. That's so good. He knew God. And so God is bigger than the porn industry. God is bigger than Burning Man. God is bigger than New Age. He's bigger. And if he's not, we have been serving the wrong God. <laughs> That's true. I mean, preach it, and preach we need it, to get you know. a, we need to get a grip on on who is it that that we're you know that we're that we're moving and and living and having our being in in him and so um we're watching as god is is now giving us a strategic strategies and tactics and words and language and we are to create a safety net for people as they're coming out of this and i always call it you know we just need to learn to love and hug a broken world God loves you broken. He loves you addicted. He loves you um, in in pain. He loves wow. you in sorrow. He loves you when you're when you're doing bad. He loves you when you're doing good. He doesn't. His love doesn't have boundaries. It doesn't have any limits. And so he is just looking for ways for people to come back to him, come to him, and to be able to have a brand new start. That's why we said organic restart. Welcome to your new life. Original root recovery. Who are you? Where, who were you before you went all these ways by so many things? Um, we do spiritual cleansing and redefinement. That spirit, that's deliverance and infilling of the Holy Spirit, you know, and salvation. And so we, we watch as God's giving us language. That's why I wrote Words That Work. Yeah. Uh, it's a book that gives you uh, words on how to reach woke culture. Hey, by the way, yeah, show that. There you go. Words yeah. That Work. Words that work. And this is a, a, a language of light for a world living in darkness. And it will completely revolutionize your, your efforts because any other kind of words are going to be, you, they'll, they'll shut you down. And we watched it. I watched it. And it was very upsetting when you're giving so much of your time and your effort and you're wanting to, to be able to be available and to communicate a God of love to people that don't know that he is that. And then you've got language barriers, you know, and and they're they're walling you up because they're church hurt, they're God hardened, godless, or God confused. Yeah, I mean, I hope people will get that. I hope you don't you see that as a great book title and great cover. You need to get that book because it's going to give you words, phrases, sentences, concepts, mm -hmm. I guess, and how to communicate with the lost, the pre-Christian, the 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 anti-Christian, I suppose. I mean, yeah. do you have? Have you, with these words, and you're talking about it, are are you breaking through to people who who uh, f five minutes ago didn't want anything to do with God or Christianity at all? Or oh, Jesus? absolutely, yeah, absolutely. And not only are there just words, because Paul said, "I didn't come to you with just persuasive words and speech. I came to you with a demonstration." 
of the power of God, right? So not only do we come with words that break down the barriers, but now again, where two or three or you are gathered in his name, the Holy Spirit now is present. Hey, can I ask you a question on that? What you Mm -hmm. just said, I don't don't want to interrupt your flow, but if you're out by yourself and you don't have a two with you, there's two options. One, you and Christ is a majority. That's yeah. two. And mm-hmm. you and the unsaved who are about to hear about Jesus. Isn't that two gathered in my name? Yeah, it Anything? is. I always recommend people go out in twos because yeah. I just think you need to have that kind of yeah. um, a unity yeah. and the agreement. Yeah. God is big on agreement, that's, whatever that's you good. agree with. And that's why we were like, you know, we don't need to agree with the fact that America is going to hell. And, you know, it's like, we, why would we do that? When God said, it's you're one nation under God, really indivisible good. with liberty and justice. It's a covenant promise that God made with our forefathers, but when this nation was established. And so it's like, what, what are we going to agree with? Are we going to agree with what God founded this nation on? Or are we going to agree with what we see? If we agree with what we see, well, then we're just doomed. Yeah. But we need to begin to change our thoughts and change our thinking. And we're looking at his kingdom coming and his will being done on this earth. And not only that, he said, you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you and then you'll be my witnesses. Nice. <laughs> so, yeah. Right. So even if you're by yourself, the Holy Spirit is going to come upon you and then there's going to be a witness there. There's going to be a, a, a tangible presence that shows up with, you know, angelic help. Uh, the angel doors are open right now, by the way. There's a lot of angelic activity happening. Really? Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're seeing it. I'm not even kidding you. Like we're watching and and we know you can feel it. Sometimes I'll feel a brush oh, nice. I'm, mm-hmm, on my shoulder, just by my side. And I know I'm, I'm covered. I've had like, that a couple of times, but mine was almost always my angelic encounters. Was I, I <laughs> When the angel's trying to get my attention, I'll just feel them go like this. And mm-hmm. he'll just knock me on the side. You know, I haven't felt the brush yet, but I've had a few yeah. angelic encounters. Well, That's very encouraging, by the way, to keep preach it. Like, you know, well, and the other the thing angels. is there'll be lights. There'll be like sparkles and you'll go, oh, and it's just, it's, it's like almost like God's giving you a heads up. Like I've got you covered, That's good. you know, I've got you covered and they're sent to minister on behalf of the heirs of salvation. I mean, and they're there to help us get the job done. And so we are watching an increase in angelic activity, which is also giving us that that um, space of 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 the presence of God. You know, I was I've often talked about, and I don't want to get off topic because I want to talk about sex. Yeah, just and, go, just yeah, just but, um, whatever you feel the flow in here. Yeah, but you know that there was a Travis Scott concert that happened down in Houston at the Astrodome, and they said these are unsaved people that that actually gave these accounts. These are people that don't know God, don't didn't know God existed. And there was a portal that opened up. And I think there were 10 people that died of suffocation. And people were saying this was a portal of hell that was opened up during the concert. And so my, my question then would be, is hell greater than, than Jesus right. and God and the kingdom of God? No, of course not. He's defeated. He's already been defeated. He still is defeated. And if, if his power is greater than the power that we carry, we better get before God and find out what his power is. Because this is, we have to start living the word of God now. We can't just pretend like it's good language or, you know, it's like where sin abounds, grace really does much more abound. 
and I've seen it happen. And I'm like, wow. I mean, I would be doing some heavy hitting in here, but the Holy Spirit is like, he is wooing people in their heart, in their, in their places of disgust and of their lives of, of traumatically being devastated sexually in every other way, especially in a porn convention. And he's still got his arms wide open to get a hold of them. Help Elijah Streams continue to reach people around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Streams and the Elijah Streams podcast possible. Visit ElijahStreams.com slash give and become a partner today. I mean, talk about the mercy, mercy and kindness of God. I mean, Graham Cook. It's supernatural uh, kindness. It, yeah, I mean, Graham Cook, his whole thing is God is the kindest person I've ever met. And I've adopted that because yeah. he, every time I think I understand more about his kindness, even today I'm doing that the same thing you're saying. You're there the whole time. And of course, I know Psalms 39, 39, but I had to, today I applied it to the porn convention. Yeah. And he's telling you, even here, I am there. That's huge. I'm That's there. kindness, you know. Mm-hmm. And he said, well, it's the kindness of God that leads people to repentance. And yeah. so if it's a kindness of God, it means it's not your own. You nice. know, it's, yeah. it's his kindness that leads people to repentance. And he puts it in you and flows through you with it. And so, we're watching as God's teaching us his ways and he's teaching us how to be, if, if we're led by the spirit, it talks about in Romans, if you're those, to those who are led by the spirit, they are the sons of God. And so we have to learn how to be led by the spirit. If we're not led by the spirit, we're not going to be the sons of God. We're just going to be doing it our way, expecting different results. And, you know, and the other thing is as days get darker, we're going to have to be a whole lot more, um, careful about how we go, where we go and what we do and how we talk to people and how we communicate with them and how, you know, their story is not your story. Yeah. And, and so um, you've had a different story. You've had a now a a transforming experience with the power of God. You now are in the kingdom. You've learned about the Bible you've learned and Bible's verses and language does not work out there. It doesn't work with people. They feel condemned immediately because Satan's there to help them feel condemned, even though that's not what you meant. That's not how you wanted it to come across. So we've learned how to use language that is different. It says the same thing. We're just using simple words to communicate. And um, so I'm, I'm challenging everyone because we have a gener, we have generations underneath us. I told my daughters this the other day. And Tim, I actually told, we were having a discussion and I said, look, I'm not doing any of this stuff. I'm not going in to the adult conventions and to Burning Man and all these places for myself. I'm doing it for the generations underneath me. And most of the time when I have that, that opening, I've had that connection where I've been able to speak to them or say something to them in any one of those areas or even the new age or the LGBTQ, it doesn't matter. I've been able to say, can I give you a hug? Or sometimes they'll ask you, they'll say, will you give me a hug? And I go, yes, I'm a mama. And I think, (laughs) and so, you know, we have the booth. I know you've got that little video clip and I think. um, Yeah. Should we play that? Yeah, let's play that. Go ahead and play that, Emily. This is, this is really good. Here we go. Okay. But what what is, what is all this stuff? The dreamers. We interpret dreams and then you spin the wheel and we give you a life message for the year. Okay, I gotta do it. Yeah. I gotta do it. I know you're doing it. I gotta do it. Look at that. I need to be in there with you. Okay. Would you do it? Yep. So you love it. Cool. Yeah. 
there's a band for you. Okay. And you know what 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 you're gonna find is in the next little while is gonna be new new goals and new things that you're gonna do. Wait, wait, wait. Your, wait. Come here. Come here. Yeah. Come here. <laughs> I'm not even gonna say anything at all. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. 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 Wow. I mean, you just right there is a cross section of people that, you know, you could have kept going and everyone would have been totally different from the last. And yeah, everyone. And they we had so many people line up. That's why we're doing it this year as well. It's a distraction. It's a stark contrast to everything else going on in there. And what they're looking for is direction. Give me some purpose. Give me something that I can because, you know, in Proverbs, it says sin, sin for a season is fun. But there comes a time when the season runs out and you're, it's not fun anymore. And so what they're looking for is they're looking for direction. They're looking for what do I do with my life? How do I get free? How do I get something else? And again, we had so many people. That was the year that Patricia King came with me and we had, she had 15 people and I had 15 and we went around the whole entire, there's probably 30,000 people in she there. Really, really. Mm -hmm. That's huge. And at the end of it, all of them, like probably, I'm going to say three quarters of the people still had on their wristbands, which we call them a future forecast, you know, but, um, but we had lines of people so much so that the administration, they had to come and tell us to move or to, to keep people moving because so many people wanted to spin the wheel once it caught on. Oh, it's crazy. I mean, and it's we, such a simple, simple, a simple thing, thing. Mm -hmm. man. And so that's what we're doing this year. And we're also doing healing oil treatments. Now we we're just going to use oil and we know that when the healing anointing comes, it yeah. gets hot in our hand. Right. So we're just going to, because so many of them have been working and their bodies are, are traumatized. They're hot, they're hard and they're hurting yeah. and they're, you know, all over. So we just put our hands on their shoulder, on their neck. It's always neck and, and head and, you know, shoulders and, below, and above yeah. and we put our hands on their the back of their neck and just allow the healing presence of God to begin to flow through them. And so they will be able to have one of those while we're speaking words of life and deliverance and power over them and breaking off. I call it, um, I call it verbal deliverance. You know, we're, we're canceling the assignment of hell over them and giving them specific life words that are, that are handpicked by God in the moment. Again, in the moment, that's how words of knowledge come. Yeah, It's always in the moment. And then they are just like, oh, my gosh. And they have a safe place. It's our booth. So we're not having to fight off uh, pimps and, and um, agents and bouncers and security. We have our own. We paid for this space, you know. Yeah, that's really, Now, can I ask you a question on the, um, mm -hmm. the pimps that are there and the, the perps that are there? Um, talk about your ability or if it's, is it a, sometimes a struggle to feel the same love as you, as you minister to them, or is it the same? Talk about that for a minute. Well, we've had uh, different, you know, reactions to that. Sometimes they'll say, what are you doing? And we're saying, well, we're just here every year and we come, we've actually found um, a couple of people that were bouncers and pimps that were actually backslidden. Christians. Mm -hmm. wow. Either their parents were pastors or grandparents were pastors or something. And they knew 
where in what spirit we were coming. So they were like, oh my gosh. And so now they're convicted. One guy had a lot of authority, like he was in the business, he'd been in there, but he felt so much conviction, not condemnation, conviction. He said, I'm going to take you with me, come with me. And we had like a, like carte blanche. <laughs> we were going back through uh, doorways that we shouldn't be in. We were really? coming. Yes. He would come and put his hand down on a table and go stop signing autographs and give these people an interview. And we would get to interpret their dreams and give them a word. And he said, come with me, come over here, come over <laughs> here. It, it was like we had a divine. Uh, he escort. knew you were there in the name of the Lord, but he didn't even tell his friends this. Nope, he sure didn't. And we didn't either because it did. We found that's where we found the preacher's daughter and she volunteered the information. And we said, um, we're here to interpret dreams. And she said, uh, well, I came from a pastor's family. And I thought she said a Baptist family. And then that's when God said, there's people in here that are that are people are being prayed for. And I'm d divinely directing your path. You know, the word, the path of our feet are are ordered by him. And he knew that we we need to make that divine connection at that moment. And so I just grabbed her hand and I said, the unconditional love doesn't fail. I said, you know, God loves you and all the decisions you make and all the places that you've gone. And she starts crying. She I, would starts too. Weeping. I would too if that was me in that fall. And I said, you don't have to do this. She said, I can't live this way anymore. And I said, no, you can't. I said, I know you can't. And I said, this isn't what you're called for. This isn't what you're made for. And so, you know, she was all undone and, and we have to watch it because they're yeah. working. Yeah, they could yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, you've had to probably, you pro have you gotten close before you had the booth now? You had to be careful to, about being thrown out altogether if you got too mm -hmm. in your face about. Yeah, we don't, we don't do that yeah. on purpose. We don't do that on purpose because yeah. we can't, we cannot, we can't take the chance of jeopardizing our entire outreach because we have some kind of a thought that we have to say God or Jesus to them in that yeah. moment. It's hey, like can they, I, uh, I'm, they I feel like I'm supposed to interrupt this just for a second, and maybe mm -hmm. you can put up her, uh, Cindy's, we're going to get back on track here, but I want to say this. Some of you are feeling, how can I sew into this? You didn't say, you know, I was going to ask people, would you sew into Cindy McGill's ministry? You sew into that. There it is right there. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, sew into her ministry because by doing that, you're attending the porn festival with her. You're attending Burning Man with her. You're attending all of these new age festivals with her. When you do that, I feel like I'm supposed to call you. Did not know I was going to do that. Please no, do that. Do it now while she's talking. Okay, back on back on subject. Okay, here we go. Well, thank you. We could really use it because all of these things are very expensive. I mean, um, it's just it's just, and we we have to raise funds. It's like a yeah. missions trip. But um, uh, the training also is available. And we're going to be doing more. I'm going to really concentrate on training for these specific areas next year. And it was interesting. I just did um, a conference with Cindy Jacobs and she had a wor prophetic word over me. And she said, God's going to give you a training center. She nice. said, it'll be, it'll be miraculous. And she said, it will explode. And, and with growth and people wanting to be trained and learn. And I had to be trained and learn. I didn't know. I had been we had been in the church. We had always done it that way. We we had it modeled for us. You know, that's all who, we knew. Who, was that, who trained you? Was it the John Paul Jackson? Well, or? actually, um, yeah, I did take John Paul's courses for dream interpretation, but okay. he didn't train me in all the other things. Okay. Yeah. I had to go out and God taught me. 
uh, when every single person would come my direction. I would have to stop my own thoughts and listen to him and hear what he had to say about every person because God counts by ones. Oh, I love God, that. God counts by ones. <laughs> and, you know, you think about it, it only takes one person that's in a, a sphere of influence that has a lot of influence and they get rocked by the power of God. And now they come to terms with the fact that there is a God and that he does love them no matter what. And then they want to know, how do I get this? That's what they say. And people will say, well, what about the follow-up? Because I always tell them, I'm a follower of Jesus. I don't say I'm a Christian, because if I say Christian, their idea yeah, of that's Christian a trigger word. and my idea of Christian are two different things. So yeah. I say, I'm a follower of Jesus. Well, what does that tell you? I'm a, I am a believer. I follow Jesus. He is, I said, and that's where my power comes from. So they'll say, I want this. And so now I say, well, it's easy. There's a hookup. You just invite Jesus to come and live in your heart. Now you will have a, a brand new life, organic restart. Welcome to your new life. <laughs> and they get it. And now they say, my, you know, they'll say, well, what about follow up? Well, what the only thing, because they're from all over the world, right. there's no way we can, we can mentor them or any of that. So what we do is we create um, fake Instagram accounts, you know, if depending on their level, some Tim always calls it the installment plan. Some, some are coming a little bit down and a little bit each month. Right. And then some are full blown in. They completely get uh, born again at that moment. Um, and now they want to grow. And so we can communicate with them individually um, through messenger and different things like that. And uh, it keeps it, um, it keeps it private. It what keeps you, it intimate. There must be, you must've gotten questions while you're at these places when they're, when they begin to realize that you're a follower of Jesus, do they say, you must get this question. What church do you attend? <laughs> yeah. Well, I tell them I'm actually the church. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I was, I knew I was going to get something yeah. wise as serpents, you know, I am the church. Yeah. yeah I, have, I mean, and, and I, I mean, yes, we did pastor, but you know what, truthfully, I mean, I'll be dead honest with you when we would go into places where people had left church because they got hurt yeah. or they got beat up or they weren't accepted and they were scorned or they were, mm. um, they were condemned or whatever. These are creatives. These are people that are designed to create. They're designed to have freedom. And that's what the Holy Spirit does. He, he, is a sunset's free is free indeed. Right. Where yeah. the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom, but we haven't given them that. And so there's not a church I could think of yeah. to send them to where they wouldn't get further um, pigeonholed into something that they were never designed for. So where this is where I think that the church is going. We've had several dreams and words about this. You know, Tim is my husband is a pastor and an intercessor. And so and we've been getting prophetic dreams. We've had them for years now, since the 90s, really. And uh, about the face of the church is changing. There's new things that are coming. There's new, there's, I wrote this new book, um, Methods to End the Madness. Whoop. Oh, good, good. Methods to End the Madness. Yeah. It's a field guide and it gives you specific understanding how to create your team, how to build your intercessors, how to begin to mobilize and go out, what you can be, uh, what can come your direction when uh, you're trying to, to do an outreach. Uh, how how you want to make sure that you're not over committing to an outreach. Some people would say, well, I'm going to do this at the fair. I'm going to do this at our county fair. And I'm thinking, well, how long is your county fair? Because yeah, you need to have weeks. a, 
yeah, you've got to have a team that can sustain that booth for two weeks. And if you yeah. don't, then don't do the county fair, That's you know? True. And Good so wisdom. I'm trying to give them helpful things that we had to learn. We had to be prepared. And On this school, do you call it a school that you, like, I don't know if this is a, a particular invitation to, to sign up. Uh, if they went to your thing, would they find a classes to sign up for now, yeah, Cindy? I have, I have two right now. I have one, um, one that is, I'm doing a new thing called a destination training, outreach and adventure. Nice. And so basically I'm doing that in Vegas in October. It'll be October 13th through the 14th. And it will be a place where you come to a specific location. And I picked Vegas because I believe God is going to invade Vegas yeah. <laughs> with his power. After mm -hmm. what I've seen over 14 years at this industry, I'm like, there's no way he's not going to come here and just pour it That's out. Too. I, you, you, I don't know if you've heard Kat Kerr has also prophesied that Vegas is going to be a light. And, and it's going to be changed. I think um, Mike Thompson has said the same thing. Benny um, Hinn. Benny Hinn, I think, had a, a a vision or a dream about it, one of the two. And he saw it years ago that, that the wow. people on the strip were walking up and down and they were getting they were just blown away by the power of God. You see, this is what I'm saying. If If we think that the problems and the stuff of this world is greater than, than God's power. We are serving a God way too small. You know, we have got to see God bigger and, and more powerful than any power. He is the most high, you know? We, and mean, the you, other thing, let ahead, me tell you go, this about yeah, Paul Payne, because this helps us with the children, okay? So I'm listening to a thing by Mike Bickle, and Mike Bickle's talking about the inception of the Kansas City prophets, right? Yeah. And whatever happened, you know, with them. And he said that before Paul Cain died, Paul Cain said to them, um, the, with the third great away, with the last move of God, um, there's going to be an outpouring on the children. And he said, they will prophesy with greater accuracy than I do. Now I, you know, Paul, you knew Paul yeah. Cain and yeah. I knew Paul Cain and we had been in his meetings and we listened and witnessed ourselves with the accuracy of prophecy that God gave him a word of knowledge over someone to completely shift their life or to unshackle them from something. And I think about these drag Queens and I have this thought in my mind, cause you know how it goes with yeah. me. I never know, but I'm thinking, <laughs> okay, so these drag Queens are all like getting these little kids and they're in the library or they're in some kind of, even the churches. Right. And they're, they're doing this show and some little three or four year old little boy or girl sits, stands up and says, excuse me, here's what I see about you. Whoa. Whoa. Come on. I'm yeah. like, come on. Let's just, let's give God freedom to do whatever he wants to do any way he wants to do it. That's going to blow their mind. Totally you, talk about, you talk about uh, hijacking the show. Oh my goodness. Out of the you mouth know? of babes. I mean, that's from the scripture out it of the is. mouth of babes. You yeah. prepared praise and all of that. So I never thought of that in the sense of, yeah, that's a perfect example. Isn't and it? if you could think of it, how much more is God thinking about it? I, I mean, know. the very fact that you had the idea means God is well beyond even that. But I mean, that's, right. like, that's an anointed word of knowledge when that came to you. That was an absolute revelation from heaven that that's going to yeah. happen. There's no question in my mind that that's going to happen now that you've said that. Right. So, and then I have learn and launch. These are one day uh, trainings where I try and train on a broad spectrum 
of everything. Like I give you, and then we do activation and then we send you out. And basically I want people to go into their own cities and use some of these things that we've written about and words that work and methods to end the madness and use them and see them work because God's going to work through you differently than he works through me. And he's going to give you ideas that I don't have. And he's going to, you know, I'm just like, I'm just kind of pouring gas on the fire a little bit. Right. And saying, let's just get out of our religious weirdness and start being people on the planet with God in there and just, and just begin to love and accept people and see them for who God sees them to be. Again, he looks on the heart. They could be in every kind of situation. I have watched people who were so drugged out come into our tent at Burning Man. They were on ecstasy. They were on acid. They were on all kinds of things. And when they stepped into our tent because we, the Holy Spirit was present, they weren't high anymore. Really? And they were cussing. They were <laughs> mad because they weren't high. And I said, well, that's a good thing, actually, that you're not because you're getting ready to have an encounter with the Most High. Whoa. <laughs> they're like, bring it on. And I go, absolutely. <laughs> and so you see what I'm saying? It's like yeah. a setup. God did the I mean, whole it's thing. It's like, you know, it's like when we saw, when we see Jesus and all of the things that movie, the cho- the, 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 the series, the chosen, you know, he, the, he acts out. It's always different. He never did two things the same ever. He never, never ever, ever, ever did two things the same as it's recorded. And, and then what I'm seeing you operate in that vein, you, it's not like you've got, I mean, you may have some go-tos and fallback positions, but you just kind of keep doing the next thing because you're listening to him in the, in the moment. Yeah. You know? He'll tell us what to do in that moment. I mean, there's just so many things that I've, I've heard come out of my mouth that I didn't think up. And because he said in that time, don't think about what you're going to say. I'll yeah. give you what you need in that, in that moment. And it's true. And I'm, I'm thinking that's why I called it destination training, outreach and adventure. It's like, it's an adventure. We don't know what he's going to do. We're as surprised as he is everyone else. And we're just like, why aren't we doing this? Oh, why yeah, aren't we your, doing this? And here's yeah. your Las Vegas thing. Uh, yeah, it's, it's in October. So it's cool. It's not a bad temperature. You're not going to burn up on the streets, you know, that kind of thing. And it'll be fun because we're going to send you out to Fremont Street and we're going to teach you how to read tattoos and we're going to teach you how to do uh, things that will uh, give you a, an entrance or build a bridge into the lives of people that might be out there. Because out there, there's no restrictions. They don't now, have a lot now, of restrictions. Um, I, by the way you said it, it must be known that what Fremont Street is. I don't know what Fremont Street is. So Fremont Street is the old strip. Okay. And it's got just a lot of, um, you know, there's a lot of uh, street performers out okay. there. Okay. And um, there's a big arch over the strip, you know, there's no, it's all walk. Yeah. Uh, it used to be a street, but now it's just a, a covered walkway. They have zip lining. They have different things out there. And it's just more of a, it's more of a historical type of, this is what the strip used to look like before yeah. they built a new one. Um, and, yeah. but the people are just out there having fun. We want to get out there before they get drunk. Um, it's a lot easier. We want to get out there. Well, let's we... get there early in the day. And you know what? I'm just saying, uh, some of you who've said, I don't know what God's going to use me. And he said for years, he's going to use me. And as you're watching this, you're going to go, man, I would love to do that. The fact that you could say, I would love to do that is God's nod that I'm, this is what I'm talking about. This is you, this is now. So 
Um, I mean, I really feel strongly about that. There's some people that go, man, is this for me? I don't know if this is for me, but I would like to do that. That's the yeah. Holy Spirit. That's the spirit of truth, as we talked about earlier. So, right. Uh, yeah. And it'll it'll tra- it'll transform your whole i your whole thought about. I don't even call the I don't like to use the word evangelism anymore. Yeah. Because it's just an outdated word, and definitely the methods that we used back in you know through the 70s and 80s and even 90s passing out tracks and all that stuff, knocking on doors, you know, you'll have some fruit. Some people are anointed to do that. But for the most part, we're dealing with a woke culture. We're dealing with people that don't have any grid for God and don't want it. And so we're now having to navigate around all of their ideologies and all of their strangeness and all of their mixture and their, their mind fog. And so um, that's why we we started saying, would you like to have an encounter with the spirit of clarity? I love that. You know? I love that. And they're like, yeah, I mean, why wouldn't you? No, let me live in a fog here. And um, or and, and what happens is the, the Prince of Peace begins to come, which is Jesus. He is the Prince of Peace. And it says he he powders Satan underneath our feet so that what it does is it creates another presence it creates a greater presence and they're swallowed up in it and now they're like what is this and again we prove it we proved it i'm not just putting words together i'm telling you we we tried it ourselves i love to try things and see well and i mean it, it sounds like and maybe this is just i'm saying it in different words loads and loads of people leave your booth in at burning man saying, I don't know, but my life is never going to be the same. I don't know what it is, right? They all know something has completely shifted. I mean, not all maybe, but so many know that many, something's Many, many do. Yeah. And they'll come back and they bring their friends. They want to see what their, friends, got, what their friends experience or something. And, and they want another encounter. So they get another one and then their friends get one. And now they've got something. To, this, we, we did this whole thing. The, one of the last times I went, there was a Swedish camp right next door to us. And they had a cross. Now, didn't we just see that recently? Yeah. You know, where they were doing horrible things on that cross. And there was a girl who came over to our camp and she had been a cutter. She was cutting. There's a difference between cutting and scarring. And I didn't know the difference. I had to find out myself that she was cutting herself because they, they live in such pain from their childhood and what they've gone through that they cut. They don't know how to relieve, relieve the pain. And so one of our team members just took oil and just, and she had said, do you want to receive the spirit of life on the inside of you, which is Jesus? And she said, yes. And she was instantly, she felt it. She knew she goes, I feel different. I feel like I'm a new person. And she <laughs> came back, she came back about 30 to 45 minutes later and all of her scars were cleared up. Are you serious? Yes. She had no more scars. Now the thing is she went back to her Swedish camp. And they knew that she had been cutting and they saw her skin and they saw that she no longer had scars. Now I said, let me tell you something about that cross. I said, just so you know, there was a man named Jesus died on that cross for you 2000 years ago. And he took all of your scars so that you don't have to wear them. So, because he wants you to be made whole all the way through and you could have heard a pin drop. And they were one by one by one, they all started coming over to have an encounter with the spirit of truth from the Swedish camp. And they didn't do any more nasty, horrible things on that cross the whole week. 
That's amazing. Do you see what I'm saying? God (laughs) counts by ones. God counts by ones. Yeah. And it was a sign and a wonder to these people that said, I'm never, I'm not good enough. I, you know, I, I, I'll never be good enough. And, and so I, I just don't think that about people. I don't think that people should ever feel you're not good enough. You're not worthy enough. Listen, while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us, man. He came and he said, I'm going to lay it all down just to get you back. Yeah. I'm going to lay it down just to get you back because I'll do whatever it takes. I just want you to come and, I, I'm I'm expecting for God to do supernatural signs, wonders, and healings at our booth this year in Vegas and at the event. And I'm going to be training for Burning Man. I didn't think I'd go back out there. I've, my teams have been out there. But now we are the only team. Our team is the only team out there besides one, maybe one other team with 85,000 people that's even available to be in, I call it an I am camp. You have so many clever, I mean, God certainly has gifted you with naming and (laughs) And so so I'm going to, I'm going to start looking around and trying to train people to go out and build their own camp and to have a a broader and more spread out expression. So we're not just down to one or two camps. So, so, oh, that's interesting because some people don't want competition, which is the bad thing to even be concerned about. So you're saying if you want to come to here, and we train and do your own thing at Burning Man. That's mm-hmm. that's the whole point, right? That's like yeah. That kind and of hopefully thing. we can. I want to try and schedule it or, or to structure it in such a way that people have been with us before yeah. would go, and now they become team leaders yeah. of a new camp. And uh, again, it's it's expensive. You're right. You know, when you said about supporting, I'm like, yeah. oh come on, man, we need millions. I mean, yeah. millions. You know, we're yeah, I don't think they would run out. They, whatever you'd give, they would give would be used in this you know, to to make this happen. So, but I mean, uh, it's just, it's not just that it's like everything. It's like all these different opportunities that we have right now. We have, we have a wide open, I don't know how long the window or the door will be open for us, but we're taking it right now. And in the school systems and in the libraries and, you know, my sister-in-law, they were doing some kind of a carnival and they said, we need a crystal ball reader. And my sister-in-law without hesitation said, I'll do it. (laughs) <laughs> she's not a crystal ball reader she just took the space so that someone else didn't oh really really you know and so well, see, that's 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 wise as serpents crafty as serpents you know but harmless as doves my goodness so we're there and we're we have a window this now of opportunity with this major move of god that's coming on us now science wonders miracles the increase of the prophetic i know you've been feeling it i've been feeling oh, it oh yeah and dreams are going to be a major player in these days ahead. And so we just have to say, we're going to go with it, you yeah. know, with as much strength as we got. And we're doing it for the generations underneath us, you know, with those, wow. with those kids in mind. I, it, it's this thing is generation less. Yeah, <laughs> so it is, isn't it? And all it doesn't matter. All way- there was a lady that came last year with our th- with our camp. I didn't go, but th- she did. And she was 80 something years old and they put her in a chair at, Freedom Lounge, yeah, or Chai Lounge now, and um, said, listen, if you want to get a word of truth, go over to the Oracle. They called her the Oracle. (laughs) She was an older lady, and she was just beaming. She was so excited because she got to be used and be be available in this this evangelism time, you know, uh, outreach 
openness that we have right now to do it the right way. So good. So good. Well, Cindy, uh, thank you so much. I'm going to ask you to pray for the people. There's a lot of people that are chopping at the bit to both donate to you. So put that uh, while we're, while she prays and put that uh, link back up there, Uh, please sow into this ministry, not just because she needs it, but because even if she didn't, which she does, (laughs) you will be blessed by sowing into uh, all of the things you've heard. If you sow into this, the reward is yours. Uh, everything that they do there, you, you're rewarded by heaven. So, uh, Cindy, go ahead and pray for the people, whatever okay. that gives you. Yeah. So, Lord, I just want to thank mm-hmm. you for everyone listening. And I want to thank you, Jesus, that you're going to give us the ability to hear you and to see you and to know you. And I just want to thank you, God, for downloading yeah. us with your mind and with your heart and with your thoughts and with your understanding of what is going on all around us. I want yeah. to pray that you'd increase our faith. I want to pray, God, just like the disciples, that they teach us to pray, teach us how to pray. How do we pray? How do we develop prayer hubs? How do we develop prayer teams? Um, And so, God, I just want to ask you that you would give us the assignments, new assignments for new alignments and new positions right now for this. The days we live in now, not the days we lived in in the 80s or 90s or or even 2000s. God, the days we're living in now. God, I want to thank you for giving a specific instruction on how to pray for our country, how to pray for the world, how to pray for the government, how to pray. The government is upon his shoulders, by the way. And so we just thank you, Jesus, that you are coming and you're coming in power and you're raising up laborers for the harvest. And I just want to thank you, God, that you're going to even settle in the hearts of people, those that have loved ones that are in different lifestyles or they've moved away from you or they have not been. Um, they have not been living the way that they were raised. They've con- they've been caught up in this whirlwind of stuff. And I just say, this is going to be settled. It's going to be broken. And there's going to be a clear clearness, clarity that comes over their mind. They're going to be able to see you in the way that you give yourself and you present yourself to them, even in dreams. I want to ask God that you would release dreams over every person listening. Yeah. God, that these dreams would give them instruction and give them help and give them definition of what you're doing in this day. And I want to thank you, God, that you're going to bring up those. It says strengthen the feeble knees and the weak hands and the weak arms that lay down. God, that this is a time for us to come into your strength, into your purpose, into your plan. We're not going to faint in a day of 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 all these things coming uh, all going on around us. We're going to see you as big God, big God creator of heaven and earth you're the you're the you're the most high and you are the most powerful omnipresent and omnipowerful so god we just thank you for that and i thank you lord right now i just see i was feeling like uh, there's parents it felt like they you know i've i've done it i've I've done what i could i i don't know how to help my Mm. kids i feel like that they're right on the edge and i'm going to tell you that god's going to intervene even with angelic help and he's going to bring them straight on in to what you, what God has for them. And they're going to be separated from the, the mm. plan of the evil one. God said in uh, Isaiah 49, 25, I will contend with those who contend with you and I will save your kids. I will save your children. And Psalm, there's another one, uh, Psalm 119, 126 says, God, it is time for you to act because they have broken your law. And it is time for the evildoer to, to be seen no more. And that God is going to bring about his presence in such a way that there's going to be a huge, a huge separation from evil, from stuff, from shackles, from prisons, from demonic influence, from 
all kinds of things are going to be gone. They will not be available to the kids that you've been praying for. Your prayers are not in vain and God is going to bring them back. And I think within the next five to six to seven months, you're going to see a huge turnaround with generations, with the generation underneath us and beyond. So we just thank you for that, God. Mm. We do. We thank you, Lord. We thank you. We say your mm. kingdom come yes, and you will be done on this earth just like it is in heaven. So we just thank you for doing that, God. I thank you for Elijah's uh, streams and Elijah list. God, I thank you for Stephen Doreen. I thank you for mm. this whole ministry, God. It has been so faithful to, to move in the directions that you're taking them, God. And Lord, I thank you that this is going to continue to be a a light in a dark place, like a lighthouse. So I just thank you for bless, bless, blessing them. In Jesus' name, yeah. Amen, amen. Cindy, thank you so much. We love you uh, very much. Give our love to Tim. I haven't seen him for quite a a long time. The last I saw him, I think he was in my... That little studio we had on Second Street, I think, you know, mm-hmm. and I was in a bad way that time that I was being <laughs> under attack. If you remember, there was a lot I of witchcraft surrounding me, but that got taken care of, thank God. So, all right, you guys, thank you, Cindy. Uh, quick reminder that Robin Bullock will be with us tomorrow morning. Uh, you're seeing this on Wednesday, so he's on Thursday morning. So, God bless you, everyone. Thank you so much. And remember to give to Cindy ministry we appreciate that god appreciates it cindy appreciates it we will see you all tomorrow at 11 pacific time bye-bye this has been elijah streams thanks for listening for more episodes like this you can listen to the elijah streams podcast at elijahstreams.com on apple google and spotify join us live every weekday at 11 a.m pacific time at elijahstreams.com on rumble and facebook elijah streams is part of elijah list ministries go to elijahstreams.com give to become a partner today